Thank you for turning on the special midterm election day edition of the Bar Review Podcast. My name is Jake, and this is a show where I get drunk and I tell you about the law. Today I am drinking the cold reality that our democracy is slipping slowly away from God's light. Now the topic for today is impeachment and removal from office. And you'll find this in Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution that says the President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Coupled with Article 1, Section 3, Clause 7 of the Constitution that says judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than removal from office and disqualification to hold any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. But what the fuck does that mean? It means that impeachment is the best remedy for serious misconduct while in office. And voting is also a great way to fix shit that's wrong with the world. And only two presidents have actually been impeached by the House, but neither were convicted by the Senate. Andrew Johnson in 1868, when he removed the Secretary of War, it pissed off his legislature and they impeached his ass. And then you have Bill Clinton, because he was an asshole who abused his power over Monica Lewinsky and got a little too handsy in the Oval Office and he lied to a grand jury about it. And honorable mention goes to Richard Nixon, who resigned before he could be impeached after the Watergate scandal. So you ask, Mr. Constitution, what do you mean by high crimes and misdemeanors? Well, it's not really a fixed definition, or it's not really clear, but it includes and not limited to things like perjury abuse of authority, bribery, intimidation, misuse of assets, unbecoming conduct, refusing to obey a lawful order, chronic intoxication, and tax evasion. And so the process goes like this. The House of Representatives, they vote to impeach, and they just need a simple majority to enact the articles of impeachment, but like any legislation, it then goes to the Senate. And so then the Senate acts as judge and jury, except when the president's on trial, and then the Chief Justice of the United States presides. And they need two-thirds vote to convict. But the happy ending doesn't involve handcuffs or taking the Mad King to a guillotine, but just removal from the office and further disqualification from holding any other further offices. And so, what about the exceptions? Well, the not really exceptions. Section 4 of the 25th Amendment of the Constitution provides another method of removing the president from office in the event he can't do his job. So you have the vice president and members of his cabinet. They must declare that the president is unfit to carry out the duties of the presidency. And then the president sends a declaration to Congress saying, Oh, I'm totally fit to serve. Y'all better stay in your fucking lane. And then the vice president and the cabinet send another declaration, and that forces Congress to reach a two-thirds majority to say that the president is unfit for office. And then the vice president takes over. So now that we know we kind of have a squishy standard by which to hold the president by high crimes and misdemeanors, let's take it through some examples. So let's say the president is being investigated for possibly colluding with a foreign entity to win an election. And you may say, collusion's not a crime. Okay, Hannity, so he's being investigated. And it may or may not be true, but the president fires the guy investigating him anyways, hoping to stop the investigation. And that same guy who, not a few weeks before, he was just asked to let an investigation go because the guy investigated was a friend of the president. So in an interview a few days later, the president says on live television, and I quote, In fact, when I decided to do it, I said to myself, I said, you know, this Russia thing with Trump and Russia, it's a made-up story. It's an excuse. Seemingly admitting to committing obstruction of justice on live fucking television. Does Congress have grounds to impeach? Well, you would fucking think so, you goddamn morons. 
If lying about a blowjob would fall under high crimes and misdemeanors, certainly committing and admitting to obstruction of justice would fall into impeachable offenses too. But remember, that standard of high crimes and misdemeanors doesn't mean shit when the separation of powers in this country fails. And it's both parties that have been doing this shit for years too. So don't go all high and mighty on me because people are doing this shit about Bill Clinton too. So get out and vote. Make the country a better place where the separation of powers actually keeps these goddamn lunatics in check. <clears throat> Example 2. Let's say that hypothetically the president was a shitty person. He says awful things about women, minorities, people from the LGBTQ community, people from other countries, and let's say hypothetically he takes the sides of racists, oh I'm sorry, very fine people on both sides, and he defends people who beat their spouses, he stokes fear of illegal immigrants about taking your jobs and your kids, he routine, routinely advocates for violence against his political enemies, calls for violence against the press, routinely puts back laws that protect against sexual orientation discrimination, and he says racist shit every week and only sends thoughts and prayers every time someone comes up and shoots a school. He refuses to accept scientific fact that climate change is real, actively moves to make climate change denial an acceptable standpoint for our country, even though it's the most life-threatening thing on our planet, and if we don't work to fix it now, we will be telling our children to go swim where the mountains used to be. Someone who seeks to take agency away from women. Someone who thinks that if you're a brown immigrant, that you must come from a shithole country. Someone who routinely takes the side of dictators and bastards while weakening our standing in the world. Someone who refuses to accept that proof from our intelligence agencies that say that foreign countries interfered in our democratic process. Someone who makes fun of sexual assault survivors. Someone who campaigned for an accused pedophile. Someone who praises a candidate who physically assaulted a reporter. Someone who makes homophobic backwards ass bigots, the Vice President of the United States, someone who invites the scum of the earth into his cabinet, fills positions with the people who want these departments to fall by the wayside, invites racists, liars, and thieves into the White House, refuses to protect our democracy against foreign and domestic attacks. Hypothetically speaking, could we impeach someone for all of that? Probably not. All of those things, while incredibly shitty, aren't illegal. They're not really high crimes and misdemeanors. Impeachment is not the remedy for every issue that we have in politics. Voting is. Make your voice heard today and every election day from now on. Regardless of what side you vote on, what issues you vote for, make your voice heard in this democracy and restore some sanity to our great country. There's nothing wrong with being Republican or Democrat or Libertarian, even though they're just Republicans who don't want to admit it. It's okay. I want you all to vote to make sure that the separation of powers is a functional part of our democracy and that we don't elect a mad king into office again. So thank you for joining me today on the special midterm election day edition of the Bar Review Podcast. I've been drinking some hope today, and I hope you have too. My name is Jake, and that shit was the law.